A Higher Things Reflection for Thursday of the third week of Pentecost, June the 22nd, 2023. Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble, because he sees the light of this world. But if anyone walks in the night, he stumbles, because the light is not in him. John chapter 11, verses 9 through 10. In the name of Jesus, amen. Do me a favor. Reread John 11, 1 through 16. Pay special attention to each of the extra details that St. John includes about the situation. Jesus' friend Lazarus was sick. We learn a few extra details about Mary and Martha, and that Jesus loved their family. He knew what was going on. He knew what he was going to do for Lazarus. They stayed a few extra days where they were. Jesus wasn't in a rush. When Jesus told the disciples it was time to go to them, a few of them questioned the wisdom of a return back into the heart of Judaism, where the leaders were seeking Jesus' life. But then, the very same Jesus who called himself the light of the world, offered a comforting commentary on just what that light in the world means. Where Jesus is, there is light. And where there is the light of Christ, the fear of stumbling into death, flees like darkness when the lights come on. Next, Jesus tells the disciples exactly what's going to happen. That Lazarus had fallen asleep, the same term used by the early church to describe the death of a Christian, but that Jesus was going to wake him up again. Even though the disciples had witnessed other miracles of this nature, they didn't get it. I've always scratched my head about Thomas' response to this whole situation. Let us also go, that we may die with him. What did he mean by that? Is it out of concern based on the other disciples' fears about returning to Judea? Is he feeling particularly brave and ready to charge into Judea, no matter what's waiting? Maybe he still thinks Jesus is talking in a figure of speech. Maybe we can't figure out what Thomas meant, what was in his head. But what's important for us is to see the light himself. We see his willingness to go to Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, and ultimately to the cross and empty tomb. His light still shines today. You see it when you hear the sweet words of the gospel, when your pastor pronounces God's verdict concerning your sin, forgiven. In the name of Jesus, amen. O wondrous type, O vision fair, of glory that the church may share, which Christ upon the mountain shows, where brighter than the sun he glows, and faithful hearts are raised on high, by this great vision's mystery, for which in joyful strains we raise the voice of prayer, the hymn of praise. LSB 413, verses 1 and 4. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings in life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. With tragedy, sickness, and political unrest everywhere around us, it can be difficult to find hope. Newspapers and social media seem to be plagued with headline after headline of sin, death, and destruction. How can we find hope in these seemingly hopeless times, and how can we provide hope for others? Reverend Dr. Matthew Harrison provides encouragement in his book, Take Courage, Hopeful Words for Hopeless Times. He reminds readers of God's words of hope and promise, and points us toward trusting in Jesus during our temporary earthly struggles. Take Courage, now available from Concordia Publishing House.